All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Peterson Car Stories Podcast. My name is Patrick with my co-host, Daniel. Say hi, Daniel. Hello. Uh, we have Nadir, the production coordinator over there. He's doing a great job. And we have a very special guest today. He's one of the most like famous people we've had on the show, for sure. We have the one and only Matt Long, star of Netflix's Manifest. Not to mention, he's also best friends with Fernando Alonso. Well, <laughs> I don't know if I'd say best friends, but uh, yeah. We, Definitely we, fooled everyone, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's fooling. Yeah. Uh, well, that's nice of you to say. I highly doubt I'm one of the most famous people you've had on here. But uh, thank you for having me. Well, it's, it seems like it's been a long time coming, and I'm finally I'm glad we finally worked it out. Yeah, I'm glad you're here. Yeah. Uh, you are a car guy yourself. You're a race fan yourself. Yep. You're an actor. I mean, you're kind of cool, to say the least. <laughs> well, I've never been really genuinely called that before, so thanks. <laughs> hey, man, that's what we do here. we got to make you feel welcome. I just a little bit, it. you know? So, so uh, just for our audience, where did the love of uh, the car all start? Yeah. You know, I've been thinking about that because we've been talking about doing this for a mm -hmm. couple months. And I, I think it, it probably as a kid, as it did for most of us, but, you know, my dad, I grew up in Kentucky in a small town. And uh, I'm a huge fan of European sports cars, specifically Italian cars. But but I never saw any of those kind of cars when I was a kid. There mm -hmm. were, the only thing that was really around besides like more current Japanese cars would be like American cars, really. And my dad would always point out old muscle cars and he loved those kind of cars and i would also get into his enthusiasm but then i and i was excited to see him but they never really did it for me you mm -hmm. know but he would always point them out and then i had a lot of toy cars when i was a kid like these little things called micro machines did you ever know oh, those? Yeah, 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 yeah i, I love those, those I love toys those but i had a bunch of ferraris and like a lamborghini countach and a bunch of other stuff too but those cars always made me excited more than mm -hmm. A lot of other, like, American cars did, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, I dreamed of, like, a Testarossa when I was a kid. I was a kid of the 80s, and and um, and then I saw the 308 around a lot, too, because I, I didn't watch Magnum P.I., but it was just sort of in the consciousness of the country at that time. Uh, so I was always into it, and I, I, I at that when I was a kid, I loved planes, so I really got into, like, the technology and, you know, the differences and w what each plane sort of focused on and and I guess my my sort of love of planes translated into love of cars too, because yeah. I think a lot of car guys also love planes a lot of times. Anything or, mechanical. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yes. Big, I love my old Warbirds, man. Yeah, yeah I'm, man. I'm the used plane guy. I mean, it was my, my walls were covered in posters of planes, you know, and, and I would build models. I didn't, I never built a model car. I always built model planes and helicopters. Uh, and then cut to like 2005, I, I had just moved out here and, uh, my buddy told me about Formula One, and I saw. Mm -hmm. And I always thought racing was cool, but NASCAR was the thing, you know, in the '90s, and I wasn't into it, you know. Yeah. Um, and my brother watched it, so it was around. I just couldn't get into it. Uh, and and then I started watching this thing called Formula One, which was all really European then, you mm -hmm. know. And people in the in the states didn't really know much about it back mm -hmm. then. And that was the same year that Fernando won his first world championship. So like my, and I really got into it, you know, into Formula One and, and have been a fan since then. And uh, so my sort of idea of what Formula One was, was like Fernando driving that beautiful blue and gold Renault and the screaming V10s, you know, yeah. just 19,000 RPM. And it was also exotic and glamorous and they were traveling the world and at these legendary tracks all over in Europe and, and you know, on the other side of the, of the world. And, and it was super exciting and interesting and, and, and fast and technologically advanced and, and different too. It was unique for, I guess, in, in, in America, in the States, it was unique. Um, so I followed that for, I've been, like I said, almost 20 years. And then it wasn't until like uh, 2020, one, I guess. I was in New York with a lot of time in my hands and I started thinking, wait, I could maybe actually buy a cool car. Let me let me go back a little bit because the first car I ever bought was a yeah. was a was a manual, which I think set me up to okay. it was like a Nissan Altima, but it set yeah. me up to really want to know more about the car, you know, mm -hmm. and, and learn how to use a clutch and and uh, uh and then the first new car I ever bought was a Jeep Wrangler Unlimited, a 2004 Jeep Wrangler Unlimited, and I drove nice. it out here from Kentucky. I lived in New York at the time, but I booked a job that shot in LA. So, mm -hmm. uh, and I still have that car. And I started I started doing the work on it myself back in 2015. There you go. So like, you know, just changing the oil and then I like lifted it myself and put a new suspension on it and, and then changed the radiator and started doing, you know, then spark plug, you know, one thing leads to another. 
so that got me more into like, oh, you can actually do this. And the car becomes more like a real, like hands-on thing, you know, than this sort of foreign body that you just take to somebody and drop it off and you don't know what happens to it when it's, go- when it's gone. Um, and then I bought a, a pretty cool classic car, like last year, actually. And yeah. What, what is that? <laughs> it's a, a 1986 Ferrari 328. Nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. What color? <laughs> it's red. It, I mean, you know, I, I was looking at a 308 and these cars are actually pretty affordable for like an exotic car. Mm-hmm. The, ma- the maintenance is where it gets you. But um, I started looking at a non, I had a 308, but a non-red 308. And then. The right answer, by the way, just saying. Yeah. Oh, the non-red. Yeah, oh, yeah, I hear sorry. you. I hear you. And then, and then you start thinking, well, you know, it, it's my first one. And if I'm lucky enough to ever get another one again, that would be incredible. But what I want to have, you know, red. I looked at a, uh, a maroon one in uh, uh, New Jersey and it was fantastic, but it ha- it just had a little bit more stuff than I wanted to deal with, you mm-hmm. know, fix it up. Um, and then I, I was looking at like a red QV and they have, in, in the States, they have black louvers on the hood and I just didn't love the black and the red together. So I wanted body colored louvers, but I didn't want to go with a carved car. Mm. And 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 I I wanted to get a little more power than some of the early '80s cars. So then I thought, well, wait about a three two eight because those are body colored louvers on the hood. And and then I drove one, and you know, it was like, wow, all this power was there, and and uh, it still looks so close to a three oh eight. And I just, I found a good one, and and I went for it. I flew up to Sacramento to look at it, and and bought it, and had it trucked down here, and it's just been a dream. Have you done any like? Long trips or any rallies with it? Yeah, yet? we we did actually. My wife and I went, got together with some other guys who had 308s and 328s, and we drove uh, four days up the coast of California, and it nice. was just amazing. All the way up to um, uh, to Carmel, and then we went up to yeah to Carmel, and then wait, then we went past it and went to. I'm trying to think. Of the last night was in uh, not San Jose. It'll come to me. North of San Francisco, Santa Rosa, yeah. Santa Rosa, maybe. Yeah, I think it was Santa Rosa. Yeah, Santa yeah. Rosa, yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, and it was just incredible. Just like, I'll, you know, memories I'll never forget. So after that trip, did you fall more in love with the car? Absolutely. And my <laughs> yeah. wife did too, you know, <clears throat> when I first pitched the idea that I was going to like look for one of these cars. And you know what gave me the idea originally was I loved a show and I still love it. I don't know if it's still around or not, but, but a show called Chasing Classic Cars. It's you a classic. Watch that? It's yeah. such a fantastic yeah. show. Mm-hmm. And I started watching 100%. it was way back when it was on HDNet. Yeah. And I remember five or six years ago, him, Wayne Carini did the show. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's still on or not, but uh, okay. he talked about 308s and how they were really great, you know, iconic cars with a with a, a classic V8, you know, and the Ferrari sound and feel and everything. Uh, but also were really affordable. Mm-hmm. They aren't quite as affordable as they were back then. Um, but I pitched the idea to my wife about a year and a half ago, and she was not into it, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and uh, and I just kept, you know, talking about it a little bit and doing more research, doing more research. And then I rented one for my birthday. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And for me to try, to drive no, one and see what course. it was like, but also to get her in the car and see yeah. what she thought, too. And she did a 180. I mean, we had an amazing day. We <laughs> drove out good. to Malibu and had lunch and and uh, it was just fantastic, and she was on board after that. What was it before, like the maintenance? It's going to break down well, on you. It's, yeah, it's, I mean, it's all those things. electronics, yeah, European, of course, that. and and just like you know, <laughs> buying a third car, and we have two kids, and all the you know the, all the expenses that come with that plus car, exactly. Yeah. And it's not you're not wrong about that. There's been a lot of things that I've had to do with it, but I've also driven it over four thousand miles since I bought it, and I just bought it last year. Impressive. So yeah, we're I'm, we're driving this man. Impressive. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to just I want to look at it but i don't want to only do that you know what i mean 100 percent. have they had any issues with it because i know the 308s and the 328s can have some gremlins when you get involved with them yeah for sure i mean the car is you know 37 (laughs) no it's 38 years old at the end of this year it was built in december of 1985 uh so yeah i've done a ton of stuff to it i've driven it more and i've really only had it in my possession like seven or eight months because it's been in the shop you know (laughs) here and there um I did things that were required, leaks here and there, you know, um, like the belts had to be changed. But then I also did some things like having the suspension rebuilt that needed to be done, but it wasn't imminent. I could have waited a few years. Uh, And then like, you know, a huge like paint correction. It was in really good shape, but I just splurged and and did it. Now it looks really beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, yeah, I've had to do quite a bit. But like I said, I've also driven it a ton. Well, props to you for, you know, getting out there and using a classic <laughs> yeah. vehicle. 
I don't. I I guess if it was like some of the cars you guys have here that are you know worth millions of dollars, I could see just not wanting to drive it. I guess we or do looking at it. We do but, drive quite a few yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah, they're all in running condition, uh, which is incredible. But I mean, like as a private person owning a car like that, I guess I could see not wanting to put miles on it. But but if you own a car that incredible, you also have probably more, more than just that what, car. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What else so do you, you have in the garage? Exactly. So you you've got lesser. I guess, desirable cars that are still beautiful and amazing to drive that you can get your fix with, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, I, I <laughs> told myself from the beginning, we're going to drive this thing. There you go. Yeah. Um, just for our audience, can you let them know kind of what you do and how did you get into it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm an actor. Uh-huh. Um, I have been doing it since I was a little kid, but it was in, you know, central Kentucky and like community theater and school theater and stuff. And then I went to college for it and got a degree from Western Kentucky University mm. in uh, uh, theater, dance, and voice because I was doing musicals and things. Nice. Yeah, yeah. That's not singing is not my strong suit, even <laughs> though I love to do it. But nobody really ever hears me do it. Um, and then uh, I moved to New York afterwards and, and did a showcase with some kids that I'd spent the summer working with at this amazing summer festival in, in Williamstown, Massachusetts called the Williamstown Theater Festival. Mm. And uh, I got a, a, a great manager out of it and a, a commercial agent. And, and the manager is still my manager now, you know, over 20 years later. Wow. Uh, and I started going out for stuff pretty early <clears throat> on, when, right after I moved to New York. And, and then um, I booked my first pilot a year and a half later. And it got picked up and, and I moved out here to shoot it. So yeah, it was pretty crazy. But then of course that got canceled and then I did a movie and then not, nothing happened for a while after that. So it kind of, it was an amazing experience to get that job that quickly. But then the brakes were kind of slammed on afterwards and it was, you got to get your head around that. Because I, I didn't, yeah. you know, you grow up with, fam- with, with parents who both work normal jobs and to get your head around what I do now is it's a big, big transition and a constant struggle to sort of stay afloat and positive, you know. But you've been busy the last couple of years, right? Yeah, yeah. With, I mean, the show. Manifest. Yeah, yeah. It was on NBC and I came on to it uh, episode 12 of season one. And it and it came out of the gates really. The ratings were amazing when it first mm-hmm. premiered. And then uh, they sort of dwindled down by season three and we were kind of on the bubble and uh, we finished shooting season three during the pandemic. And then they dropped it on Netflix. And then a week later, NBC canceled the show because the numbers had just, we were sort of middle of the road. And I guess they wanted to do something else. But in the meantime, four or five days after it was released on Netflix, the first two seasons, it was number one. And it was just, we were all so shocked and grateful and riding this incredible wave of, it just doesn't happen, you know. So the show just stayed at number one for like a month and people were writing articles about it. Meanwhile, we were canceled. We, you know, we were, I, I took another, like I got another pilot for NBC and yeah. um, went and shot that. And then uh, we found out that, the sh- that Netflix was going to pick us up for a final season, season four, which was broken into two parts, uh, two 10 episode parts. And that the, the, the last 10 episodes just dropped on the 2nd of June. Nice. Yeah. So it's just been the most incredible experience. Yeah. I mean, um, I was actually a fan for like the first two seasons. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and it's just crazy full, full circle right here. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, from- That's cool. From my memory, I think you came into the show pretty, like a good entrance <laughs> yeah. into the yeah, show, Yeah, it was right? pretty memorable, yeah. Yeah. And uh, if he basically just faints and falls yeah, down. Yeah, I busted into a cabin and yeah. I looked like I was half dead. I'd been, <laughs> yeah. in, I'd been in a cave for a year, but I thought it was, what, two weeks or something like that mm-hmm. or a month or something. Uh, yeah, and so, I, but I love that aspect of it. I mean, I always looked, or Zeke always looked so, you yeah. know, beat up and had been through the ringer all the time. But it was really fun stuff to play. Yeah, it's it's definitely a late bloomer show and it's, it's very addicting in the beginning and even yeah. towards the middle. And no wonder you have s- such great success on Netflix. Well, yeah, I mean, so. it, I, I think the the binge aspect of Netflix really helped us. I, you Do know, you think I, the pandemic, that, that I, part? And I was going to say, yeah. yeah, of course, it was just like uh, the right place at the right time, some too, mm-hmm. because of the pandemic. People were, everybody was jumping onto Netflix and... And it was just a really bingeable show with a great premise and um, a lot of really interesting characters. And and I think people, it just sort of snowballed, you know, once it started. Mm-hmm. 
Are you more uh, recognizable on the streets? Do you yeah. get stopped yeah. often? I, I don't leave the house that much, but, <laughs> but, but yeah, I do now. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. So, um, so who's your team? And you say you, you follow a F1. Oh yeah. And yeah. Um, well, let's, who's your team in IndyCar? Cause I've seen that you've yeah. been around Indy and uh-huh. um, in the pits as in an F1. So who's your team in Indy and who's your team in F1? Yeah. yeah. Well, Chip Ganassi has okay. been really amazing and I've gotten to do a couple events with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Alex, I've gotten to know a little bit, Alex below, who's mm-hmm. fantastic. He's an amazing driver. He's, he's a missile. Oh dude. He's killing it this year. Yeah. He's yeah. like he's 120 so points ahead of pl- in second place or something. He's unbelievably yeah. fast. This yeah. Year. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. And he's he's also super down to earth and, and mm. so level headed, and you can see it in his racing. Mm-hmm. He's just a great guy. And then I met Marcus Erickson. I met their whole team. Marcus was amazing. Him and his now wife had just watched our show, and I, I saw him. At, I met him at the Long Beach Grand Prix, and then that night we were in Hollywood, or yeah, in Hollywood uh, or West Hollywood, at a at a like a hotel bar, mm-hmm. and we were down in the lobby about to leave, and him and his wife came walking in, and. It was pretty crazy to run into each other. And then we said hello more. And he said, yeah. I thought I recognized you. It was pretty cool. <laughs> but I remember watching him in F1, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's amazing. And then Formula One, I root for, for Fernando and Aston Martin. I mean, he's having the most incredible year. It's crazy. How many more years do you think he has on it at 40? <laughs> yeah, I know it. I know it. It's just un- unbelievable. I don't know. I, I meant to look and see his contract. I'm sure that they would have him at Aston Martin as long as he'll stay. I mean, even after Aston Martin, yeah. I think someone's going to sure. pick him up. I, I mean, wouldn't doubt it. it yeah. I, probably as long as he wants to be there. Mm-hmm. He's going to work an entire average American, like, 25 to 62 year old then retire <laughs> yeah, formula, yeah, one. formula one yeah like he's going to be the first 60 year old driving the first gray hair ever seen on a formula one racetrack behind the wheel of i don't know i i'm sitting here saying that but i'm thinking back to like the you know early days of formula one the guys were much older i don't i don't know were there 15 year old drivers back then they like probably the, were you know the alberto ascari times and the you know fangio times i, I think true. the guys were older than they are or maybe at least they looked it yeah I mean, I think that that could just be the old film and, you know. <laughs> make you look older. <laughs> exactly. Those old films can make yeah. you like an eight-year-old look 18. Um, but yep. also, the, they tended to, to stay young in the early days of F1 RIP. That's all I got to say. So, yeah, we're we're big F1 fans. Yeah, so huge. And your teams? Red Bull. Oh, he's man. a big max. Yeah. I will live and die on that. Uh, well, he's an amazing driver, but I also root for Hamilton. So, you know, but he, goes back, about he goes back to the Vettel days. I do. And, I started, and, and yeah. Daniel Ricciardo. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. I started in 09, man. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. When Vettel you mean started watching or be, being a fan of Red Bull? Started watching then. I was like, okay. But I was like, there's this guy named Sebastian Vettel. I think you like it. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. I remember God. when he won his first race, at, uh, at, but not at Red Bull, with the junior team then was called, I'm going to forget it. Um, Toro Rosso. That's right. Yeah. He did win his first race with yeah. Toro Rosso. Yeah. And they won their first race before Red Bull ever won a race. That's right. With him, obviously. Exactly. Yeah. And the but, wonder kid right there. Yeah. I liked him at first too, but then I also liked Weber. And then I just felt like, you know, Weber got shafted so many times mm-hmm. oh, and he it, did. Made, it turned me on. Oh, mm-hmm. he, yeah. He did. Turned did. me away from Vettel. <clears throat> it's um, the Red Bull dynamic. Like they, re- they really haven't yeah. changed their office culture, have they? <laughs> no, it's the no. same guy. It's, though, it's the same guy. I mean, yeah, yeah. Christian Horner. Yeah. Hey, man. Like, I love your team. Can you stop? being an ass for like one second that'd be great yeah well he's had so much success you know it's it's incredible the amount of success they've had in such a short time i mean they've dominated now the second time around and the team is super young really it 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 really makes me sad because i've been a fan of this team for so long but we've gotten so good to the point where i don't even wake up at six o'clock on sundays anymore oh that's yeah yeah well i you know i never really did that until this year to watch fernando Mm mm-hmm uh, I always recorded it and tried to not see the results, which doesn't usually work out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, believe it or not, I had more success than I thought I would as far as that. Yeah. But oftentimes we have work on race days. Sure. Yeah. The worst. Uh, to, for the 2021 finale, we had work. Oh, man. Don't. I, I have PTSD. Cry about it. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, but we had work that morning. Yeah. And the race started at 4 a.m. So you best believe I went to bed at like 8 and woke up at good for you. Four, like 3.50 in the morning. Wow. Watched the whole race. And I was screaming for my room. And my roommate woke up. He was like, did Max win? I was like, he did. He did. Yeah. And then like, we we're both uh-huh. just like jumping around our room at like 5.50 in the morning. Did he though? Well, on paper. <laughs> I looked at you. I got to spin it. I, we shouldn't even get into it. Oh, There's I, no I, win in it. There's no win it for either one. I have two Twitter burner accounts I go to war on. Oh, okay. do you? I, I call That's them my good. frontline accounts, and it's just so Hilarious. much fun. It, yeah, I so you can just post whatever you want. 
It's, th- yeah. They're both like one's meant for NBA Twitter and one's meant for F1 Twitter, and gotcha. I'll go to war with either one of them. Yeah, man. So yeah, you know, so you've actually passionate. been invited to the pits on race yeah. day, uh, both Indy and F1. Uh-huh. What's the difference? Well, I mean, it's the most to, obvious, I guess, yeah. during race day. Uh, I mean, the, the amount of money that's involved in IndyCar versus F1 is just a vast difference. I mm-hmm. mean, it's a whole other world. So, and also, uh, you know, you know the Formula One drivers. I just started watching IndyCar like okay. two years ago. Gotcha. So, I and I've been watching, like I said, for almost two decades. So then I know the team principles. I know like the, every, you see people all over the place in Formula One that you've been watching for, you know, maybe almost two decades. Yeah. And so it's obviously much more astounding, you know, and mm-hmm. and, and shocking that you're actually there. And um, on the flip side, though, you get even more access. I feel like in IndyCar, like it's a smaller feel, but but also super warm. I mean, although Formula One's been really warm too. I mean, they've been amazing, uh, Fernando and his team. Um, but uh, IndyCar, you're right. The cars are right there, on, uh, you know, right outside the the, the trucks. Whereas in Formula One, you you don't you can't just wander back into the garage. You know you have, you need to wait till someone takes you in because mm. it's that's where they're actually working. You know and and um, yeah, I guess the size and scope of it is is kind of the difference and the sort of like the the, the strictness of the the ability to mill about is a little Do bit you think more it's restricted because like IndyCar is still young in a sense is it i don't it's even, not very young it's just I as, think it's compared popular to, yeah. compared to f1 yeah no, i mean like i've been to both myself to get into the paddock for formula 1 it's like a $5000 ticket yeah it cost me like two McChickens to get into the pit <laughs> for IndyCar yeah. at Long Beach. Isn't it getting more popular though? I think it is. Oh yeah, it's blowing up. That yeah. new CW show, very entertaining. I haven't seen it. I got to watch it. It's yeah. pretty entertaining. Yeah. It's pretty That's fun. Because cool. Pato Award is just an absolute hilarious Oh, movie. is he? Oh, yes. It's kind of filmed the same way like um, uh, Drive to Survive was like first season. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, just like the first season. Yeah, Yeah. they actually go like race by race and not like kind of flip back and reverse. Yeah, yeah. Like what they've been doing. Artificially story that goes throughout the entire season. Yeah. Artificially created stories. Yeah, manufactured stories. I enjoy watching it, and my wife enjoyed it because she doesn't follow Formula One as much as I do. But yeah, there have been plenty of times where I was frustrated. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Like that didn't happen that way. It didn't. When you know it. Yeah. You you know the context. Like 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 I'll watch F one under a microscope on Twitter or on Instagram, and then like. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, you can just you know that Pierre Gasly hate each other. And then like you just see them on Instagram, and they're both just making yeah, like, yeah, duck yeah. faces in the camera and eating food together. Right. It's like, they totally hate each other, don't they? <laughs> yeah, they're yeah manufacturing things. Manufacturing. But, you know, they're they're looking for stories and, and ways to hook people in. But then you get back to you know Abu Dhabi twenty twenty one, man. I, if you want to, if, if you want to start, <laughs> it all goes back to that. Matt, if you want to start, we can start. Oh no, no, you'll probably kill me with that one. You probably have a lot more information. Yeah, no, look at this. So uh, we were actually talking about this, and it's kind of a rumor. Uh-huh. What do you think? Do you think Lewis oh, is going to be? This is so dumb. A Ferrari driver? I don't know. I I, I have no, no. idea. I don't. I I'd be shocked. Yeah. I mean, it would be super interesting, but I'd be shocked. No, there's no yeah. way, yeah. dude. Like the Leclerc time is running out though at Mercedes. And and but I you mean, think I think so. Well, but George Russell's not going to hang around forever because he wants to be number one somewhere. And if Lewis signs, he wants a five five year contract. I think it's the last thing that I heard. That was that was like last week. Yeah. So I don't know what it is now. But at, at fifty million dollars too. Yeah, yeah, a year, right? Yeah, I think a year. It, yeah, a year. Um, I just feel like too when you go to a new team, there's that building phase, and I don't know that he would want to go through that. If he went to Ferrari, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And, I mean, I, I guess it's possible that you go in there in the first year you win the world championship, but I, it's much more likely that there's going to be some getting to know you time. And and I don't know if he'd want to – the cars, especially because Mercedes has got some of their pace back now. I think Charles is just getting broken down as a driver and like Dude, mentally. Just, no, no, yeah, no, that's course. what I was going to say. That's, what, that's another confidence point. level. Yeah, That's another know? point why I think Lewis will not go there because he's seen the effect that yeah. team has on drivers. Yeah. Yeah. It rinses drivers. It is taking Charles to that little bright eyed, like, yep. oh, look at me, I'm Formula One, let's go. And I was just like, I want to die. Yeah. It's my team. It's almost like getting like a joke like every race. It's kind like, of. It's been a joke for years now. No, yeah. yeah but it's it's such a bummer to watch it. You know. Why would you ever want to go from a drama to a like a comedy, dude? It's just come yeah. on, this is crazy. If you wanted the challenge, I mean, he's accomplished so much. 
uh, if he if he looked at it that way, I could see maybe you know. That's because, my only angle I yeah. would give you. That's the yeah. only one. If you really want the challenge, right. otherwise, I don't think it's worth anybody's time of yeah. that caliber to do or it. Or you just bring back uh, the Lamont winning. Antonio Giovinazzi. Giovinazzi. Always, yeah. always he was, a valid choice. He was in Montreal and everybody was talking to him. It was really cool to see. And, I, you know, the Tifosi needed that, yeah. you know. Oh, How was Montreal, by the way? Fantastic. I, we, I, I shot a show there years ago when my daughter actually turned one there. She was born in Toronto and turned one in Montreal. And we love Montreal so much. It's such a beautiful city. And uh, to go back with my wife was fantastic. And the race was great. And the qualifying was amazing. They, with the rain. Was, yeah, it was super interesting <laughs> yeah. and exciting. And of course, you know, I'm hanging out with Aston Martin and, and Fernando and it was, it's mind blowing, man. That's so cool. Yeah. I hear he's one of the coolest guys in the grid. He has been, yeah, to me, he's been amazing. I mean, I, it's been so surreal. Like I said, I, when I first started watching F1, he was, he was the man in that incredible car. And uh, so it's still sort of in my subconscious that like he, he sort of rep represents like the pinnacle of the sport, you know, mm -hmm. and he's also such an incredible driver and one of the greatest of all time, I think. And, and, all, and he's so respected by everybody there. He's one of the elder statesmen and, and also still seems to be at the top of his game. I mean, mm -hmm. he's just having the most amazing year and it's been so fun to watch it. Did he celebrate with the team? Yeah. yeah. Afterwards, I mean, we were drinking Peronis with the team, That's, and you know, I mean, <laughs> dude, every moment I'm pinching myself. I just cannot believe that it's happening. Yeah. We went to Austin. My buddy and I went to Austin last year for the first time when when, uh -huh. when Fernando was at uh, was at Alpine and, and went as a, as his guest, and it was every second was just mind blowing. I mean, like I could not. It was so surreal. And this this time I went with my wife, and she had never been to a race before. And and like I said, she doesn't follow it like I do. Which she was beside herself with excitement. You can't help but get yeah. into it. And she and she used to watch it more back in the day when I first started watching it. When gotcha. when Fernando was at Renault and mm. he won those two incredible world championships. <clears throat> and and again, that car is one of my favorite. It's such a beautiful car. How did if you don't mind me asking, how did you? Uh start that friendship with Alonzo. Yeah, yeah, it was surreal. I, <laughs> I, uh, it was like um, last August or something. I, 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 on my stories on Instagram, I put some video. It was an onboard of him in maybe 2006 at Suzuka in the rain. And again, in that incredible Renault passing Schumacher, like on the outside, some unbelievable move, you know, yeah. in the rain with the engine roaring and screaming. And I and I said something about like this most incredible pass, or, or something about the engines being so beautiful and so, just so incredible sounding, and then also just the most amazing pass by. And I tagged him and then went to bed. And I woke up the next morning and he had seen it, reposted it, and followed me. And my I woke my wife up and I said, "Am I hallucinating?" Um, and then and then so I messaged him and we he him and his girlfriend at the time mm -hmm. uh, had been watching the show and and we're fans of Zeke and I just couldn't believe it so we messaged back and forth a little bit and he said if you're ever at a race let please let me know and I said well actually you know we've been I've been trying to get some access to Austin and cut to a couple months later you know he made it happen and we're hanging out in, in the pits in the paddock with him and yeah, he's like showing he took me and my buddy get back after I think it was Saturday night after qualifying and it was a super windy day and it was the wind was still whipping and he took us in the garage and, you know, showing us the car. Just, just he's giving us a tour of the car, you know. That's There's some mechanics around doing some stuff. And the, the, all the, um, the shrouds were off the engine and everything. And we're looking at the turbo and this tiny little, you know, 1.6 liter, six-cylinder motor that produces like 850 horsepower, you know. Just amazing. He takes me over. He's showing I'm holding his steering wheel. He's talking to me about all the controls and his seat. It's just it was the most incredible experience, and and he's just been so warm, and and um, it just been really surreal. Like That's, I said, did you take a picture with the trophy when you were in Montreal? Yeah, yeah. Did, did I? I didn't post it. I don't think. Uh, no, yeah, I'm no, just I'll show you. No, no, yeah, okay. we did. Yeah, they a couple times we had the little the second place trophy, and uh, took a picture took pictures with him, and then my wife and I holding it. Uh, wow. Just just incredible, man. I I just I always tell myself like, this is the last time we'll be here. Just soak it in i don't yep. know what's going to happen it's just been a dream come true alonzo he wants to go to more races <laughs> <laughs> uh, they know the i was talking to his buddy and, and he was like let us know and i said i'll see you in austria <laughs> it's the next race yeah, yeah. you know Oof. uh yeah uh, Ooh, we'll see Red what happens i love yeah. the it, it's have you just, been uh no i have not but i do love the red bull ring because it's whenever i watch the race it's just european nascar yeah. there's 11 corners 
Uh, I mean, come I see. on. It, yeah, it's yeah. just Europe. It's the closest thing Europe's going to get to an oval. Do you you like oval racing? I love. Do you really? Oh, wow. yeah. So you grew up watching NASCAR? I grew up a Jeff Gordon fanboy. I see. And when I was at uh, IndyCar this last week, you can imagine the uh, not last week, the the last the twenty twenty two IndyCar. I wasn't there this year. Mm-hmm. I uh, Jimmy Johnson just rode by me on his little electric scooter. Yeah. Like Mr. Johnson, I'm big fan of yours ever since a long time. I was like, hey, oh, thanks. he's a legend, man. Thanks, yeah. kid. Like, and then I watched like almost all of the Le Mans racing when I like at yeah. work. I had like the stream. I was just, this year. Yes, and I yeah, saw yeah. Jimmy carring up a NASCAR. I was, I was like, gonna say, yeah, him and Jensen in the NASCAR. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, that was cool. That was a fever dream. That's every oh, a good fever dream. I bet it was for you. Oh my god, oh, that's I, amazing. Yeah, I know. Fun fact, I like NASCAR. And they uh-huh. they did amazing with that car. They I mean, did it was so good, that so fast. If their gearbox didn't explode, things would that, be different. Uh, yeah, yeah, I didn't see what happened. They almost with them. finished on top of the entire GTE class. Pretty incredible. Oh, it's insanely yeah, incredible. Yeah. And then fun, like I heard that it was really hard to sleep during this year's Le Mans because of that. Yeah, because of the Garage Fifty Six NASCAR. Yeah, like yeah. the mechanics like lie down <coughs> with their feet up and then it's super loud. And, the, and the Cadillac too. Is, the Cadillac sounds amazing. Cadillac sounds so. Yeah. It's also natural aspirin. Yeah, too. it's the only one for, yeah. for a hypercar. That's natural aspirin. Fantastic. Are you nuts? Yeah, and that's Chip Ganassi too. It's uh-huh. Chip Ganassi. Yeah, yeah, Dude, very cool. It's such a be- beautiful form. Yeah, like, benchmark of engineering that you can compete with the Turbo Ferraris, the Turbo Peugeots, mm-hmm. and then. Just do it with just all American big V8 noises. It's, it's fantastic. Yep, I agree. And you have the F1 champion, Jensen. F1 yep. champion. Who is racing uh, Pikes Peak this weekend. Is he? Yeah. 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 That's cool. He's with Tanner Faust. Oh, is he really? Yeah, they're I partners. He just announced that he's going to come back to racing full-time. Really? Yeah. I mean, this man went I mean, from yeah. Le Mans to Colorado in a week. Yeah, super cool. Super cool. He's got the bug back. Dude, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he got a, he, he's relapsing. Yeah. He's relapsing <laughs> yeah. on his octane addiction. And it's like, damn, what a good problem to have. Yeah, for sure. Is there um, a type of racing or motorsports that um, you kind of want to get into that you haven't really? Uh, like, I mean, I, I, I drove carts, shifter carts one time, and it okay. was such a blast. I'd love to do some more of that, honestly. And I think that it would be a good transition to, obviously, it'd be amazing to, to drive an open wheel, you know, formula car. Uh, and I feel like if you did some more karting, then it's sort of the best training that you have. Can you thought have about getting your racer's license? I haven't thought about okay. it, but I would love to. <laughs> I would. I. I don't know what that entails, but I would love to do that. That would be incredible. I don't. I probably wouldn't be very fast, but I sure would have fun. There you go. Um, do you want to go take? Do you have something? I mean, dude, racing license is on my bucket list. Yeah. Um, have you looked into it? Yeah, I just don't have enough horsepower to do it right now. But one of these days, I will. I want to get a. I want to get like either a Lexus RCF or a GT, some sort of Mustang GT, and then do it then. But as of right now, I'm moving in like two weeks, so I got other things uh, to worry yeah, about. Yeah, of course. But yeah, racing is <clears throat> since me being a fan my whole life, mm-hmm. it is something I would die to get into. Yeah, for sure. It is everything. So what's your? Uh... What's your take on EVs? Oh, uh, yes. We ask everyone this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I've heard some other of your yeah. podcasts and I've heard that. Uh, I feel like it's happening and like it needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, but I also want to keep my, you know, 328. Yeah, my, <laughs> you know, combustion engine car too. Because, I mean, obviously, I feel like the majority of cars eventually will be, the vast majority will probably be electric. Mm-hmm. Um, but there still will be room for people to enjoy as like a sort of third car or whatever. <clears throat> I hope they'll always keep those cars on the road, those, mm-hmm. the old combustion engine cars, because they're, I love the sound, I love the feel. And and when there's not that many on the road anymore, I think the, the pollution from those cars is, is pretty, will be pretty negligible if we have most people you know, with either super efficient combustion engine cars mm-hmm. or driving EVs. I don't have an EV. I've never had one before, but I wouldn't, I would, I'd be open to having one. Mm. Yeah. I mean, we're, this Sunday we're having a big EV cars and coffee here. Oh yeah. Um, and we were kind of, this is the first time we're doing it. And we're, yeah. how many cars do we have signed up? Like somewhere between 400 and wow. 450. I mean, so like, it's gonna so look it's like, gonna be like 380 Teslas and then what else? <laughs> you, dude, you're not kidding. Like yeah. we, we were looking at the list yesterday, and then I yeah. made the joke that it's gonna look like the one-on-one on a Thursday night, and I was like, yeah, yeah. it's probably yeah. it's definitely yeah, gonna be everywhere. the quietest. It's yeah, hey, that's um, too, yeah, yeah, man. They're like little assassins, aren't they? They yeah. sneak right up behind you. I also asked them this morning. I was like, how many EVs are gonna show up with like artificial noise? 
Oh, you know? see, man, I, <laughs> the I over can't, five. I can't yeah. do that. I, I guess I, it seems so manufactured that I can't get on board with it. I've yeah. seen it a few times. Yeah. Like there's this uh, guy, I was at the car show in San Clemente down south. He was yamming on his throttle and his yeah. Model 3 on airbags and had Lamborghini doors and a Model 3. What are you doing? But that's besides the point. Yeah. It just sounded like a V12 event. Wait, <laughs> outside or inside the car? Outside the car. Oh, man. I know. That was my thoughts. Like, I was with the, the guy I was with as a super driver. It's like, why can't he at least, like, chosen, like, a more... Oh, you get to choose the car that you want it to sound like? Yeah, man. It's just an MP3 file. Yeah, you can do anything. <laughs> exactly. It can like, be like a big rig. Yeah, exactly. You could sound like a, you <laughs> That could, would be funny. You, if it was like a big diesel. Yeah, engine. I was gonna say, like you, you yeah. can make it like a Cummins, you can make it sound like yeah. a Diablo, you can make it sound like a Murcielago, a Supra, GTR, anything. Actually, I, hold on a minute. That's not a stupid okay. The more I talk about it, the less dumb no, it sounds. Now it's kind of fun. If you do now, some tongue in cheek, then I, I like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, if, if you know for a fact you're being as unserious as possible, yeah, right, go for it. Right. But if you believe it, I mean yeah. Chill, bro. But <laughs> I, yeah. if I could make a Tesla sound like a 2JZ, I would do it. What's the, if you could pick any car right now, if you could do it and uh, own it and hmm. drive it, what would it yeah. be? Any car, man. I, uh, it's hard to pick just that one. That Testarossa that you had up on the wall? I don't know. <laughs> if it could be any car, no, it would probably be like... <clears throat> It'd be like a a, an S, a 250 SWB or it'd be yeah. a 275 GTB mm. or it would be like a Mura. Ooh, um, yeah. Man. A million it, plus cars. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, like SWB is like 10 million now. No, no, yeah, yeah. Those would be yeah. unreal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, or like, you know, a, a GTO, oh, obviously, but then that's <laughs> just... The, There's an SWB about 200 feet from us right now. I, I saw no, no. two. There's two in there. There's two. Oh, there's two in there. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we do have two. He saw the the, the red and white stripe. Uh, the interim. The, oh no, oh. there's the, there's there's the one SWB, and then there's the the Tour de France that looks yep. very similar. Yes. To it. Yeah, yes. Yeah. 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 The S- Incredible. I love the interim, man. That thing sounds awesome. It is so mechanically sound. They keep taking really? very good care of wow. that vehicle. Yeah, that was the nice thing about that exhibit, the new Ferrari uh-huh. exhibit that we have down in the vault. It's most of the cars, if not all of them, drove in. They all did, every yeah, single one. that's fantastic. And they sound amazing. Oh, they that's do, like yeah, one of the, sure. the best perks. They let us know like, oh, this and that just got here. Like, if you want to get video of it coming off the trailer, oh, go do it. So yeah. It's, it's always, rare to see those cars drive. <sighs> yeah. It's one of our lenders, he is a certified bat and drives them all. F40, MC12, this He's, man is a He guy. knows who we're talking oh, about. Oh, you know who we're talking yeah, about? Yeah, not going to name yeah, drop, yeah, but a yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, very nice dude. Super Love. nice guy and has an incredible collection. And yeah. Absolute madman behind the wheel. Yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he actually won a couple awards at the Beverly Concourse that oh, um, on Father's Day that they had here. Oh, um, that's cool. Oh, wait, Amadeo. Amadeo? Yeah, I, there were some crazy cars oh, there. Oh, yeah. Mira was there, one. Yeah. Um, <clears> screw over. But uh, are, you, are you planning on going to Vegas? Uh, no, I mean, look, if it, if it, if the opportunity arose, yeah. I would, but, um, I'd really go to, to Austin, I think I, just because Vegas is the first year, it's going to be totally it's insane. Be <laughs> and, uh, I love that it's a night race and I think it's super cool that they're going to drive on the strip. I mean, a road race like that, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, they're finally fixing the potholes yeah. in the strip guys this uh, is for, the, for the, for the F1 race. Yeah. Uh, but I, if I, if I could go to another American race this year, it'd be Austin. I'd love to go to Laguna Seca too for the Indy race, but we'll see. Hopefully we'll, well it's be not there. called that anymore, I guess, but not anymore. I know. Yeah. Hopefully we'll you be there. You guys going to go? Uh, I'm trying to see if we could, uh, I'm interview pulling. some drivers yeah. while we're there oh, that'd and be stuff. Cool. So. Yeah. So would the museum send you? Yeah. Very so, cool. Uh, we're trying to pull as many strings as we can here. Dude, I get it. We were planning to do Long Beach, but I think mm-hmm. we had another we, event. We are hosting an event here. Yeah. So, uh-huh. so we can do it. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, even last year, we honored Chip Ganassi here. Um, That's cool. So we honor a driver every year. Okay. Um, dur- or owner during a Long Beach Grand Prix. So this year we did Zach Brown. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Zach was here. Oh, and he, that we, guy is so obsessed with racing, isn't he? I mean, oh, like yeah. every series he's around. And, and he's got a crazy collection of race cars, too. He's so. got a nuts <clears throat> collection yeah. of race cars. And he's, a great story, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. he started marketing, you know, selling, trying to find sponsors. Wow. And, and, you know, sold his business and... McLaren called him up. Really? Yeah. Well, he was a race. He was he yeah. was a racer before that. I, mm-hmm. I got a good buddy who used to race with him, I think, and, and sort of came, came up with him mm. back in the day. They might have been in Japan together. I, I'm not sure. I have to go back and find out the details. But but um, 
it all makes sense, you know, that he, he used to race. He was like super open <laughs> on some of the stories, like he was sharing from F1, like some insides, really? and even talking about Drive to Survive. Like yeah. I were saying, like some of the stories are they make up are just like you know, yeah. all, it's all TV yeah, basically. Sure. sure. Um, but he, they also um, asked him this point. I want to ask you, what do you think about them um, making the grid bigger and getting more teams? I think it'd be fantastic. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, within reason, obviously, but like, you know, you, Le Mans had like, what, 60 cars or something? I would never want to get anywhere near that because it would mm -hmm. be just total disaster. But the track's also, what, 10 miles long or something at yeah. Le Mans. But <clears throat> uh, for sure, they should have a – I'd love to see a couple more teams on, on I the mean, grid. fun fact, the FIA limits it to 13 total teams. Really? Yes. Okay, so we, so could, do, we could do three more. You do three more. Well, you have Andretti. Yes. Yep. Then you have – Audi. Yeah, Audi. I think Audi's rumored to take over In Alpha's contract. Oh, yeah, okay. No Porsche, uh, sadly. Ford, Red Bull. You can oh, imagine right. how happy I was uh, when I saw that. <laughs> I bet you were. As a Mustang boy yeah. and a Red Bull boy, I was very, yeah. very happy. I mean, Your just as an collided. American, too. I think sure. it's becoming yeah. more of an American sport. We already got the uh -huh. driver on the grid. That's right. So, no, not for much but, longer, though, let's be honest. Just yeah. saying. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I, I, I wish the best for him, man. I hope he starts, you know having more success because it would be super cool to have one that was successful. But Ford used to build engines years ago mm -hmm. Cosworth too. I mean, I know they mm -hmm. have a big connection to Ford. I don't know if they're two separate entities. I guess they're they are two separate entities. Yeah. yeah. Ford used to produce the Jag motors. Um, they did McLaren for a little bit too. They had a little yeah. stick really? McLaren. Yeah. In the eighties or seventies. Okay. 70s. Yeah. Back in the day, Bruce McLaren was still around, right? He was still around, but he yeah. wasn't racing. It was the James Hunt days. Okay. Ford was making the motors for those cars. Wow. Okay. Mm. Legendary times. Exactly. And then Porsche was making motors for McLaren during the Santa days. That was also pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. That's very cool. You learned that on our trivia, right? No, actually, oh, I knew that before. Oh, yeah, you did. Because we had one of them here a long time ago, <laughs> and I was doing some research on them. That's cool. But I think the big issue with Zach is everyone's going to lose out on money. Sure. You I know, think that's, that's what, what it comes down to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, like yeah. it's one pie, and just now it's 11 slices to 10. Sure. And now the, everybody. Less for everybody. Less, less pie for everybody. Yep. And, but they're not Americans, so I don't know why they're complaining. You know, the what's that? they're not Americans. I don't know why they're complaining about getting less food. They that's all they tell us we do is eat more. So you're getting what you wanted, guys. Relax. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I get that, and I know Horner said that. I think a lot of them said that because I think that's the, the end of the day. That's the real issue that they have with it, and they have they have veto power too, right? I mean, they do. Build, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's yeah, a so council, but. But Audi is definitely coming, right? Oh, yeah, yeah confirmed, yeah. 2026. I think, I think they just released their car, too, like a couple of days ago. Okay. Just a concept livery. Okay. Just a concept livery. That's okay. all it is. But it should be the same car. I mean, because the regulations yeah, keep them that way. Right. Mm. That's, the, the new regulations don't kick in until, until 26. That's why they're waiting to see. So they don't invest all this project into something that might not be sure. anything. And then just get the rules get rinsed instantly. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Is there a driver on the grid right now that you uh, pretty much – you think has a lot of promise that you're excited to see and as they grow? Um, I mean, you, I'm trying you, to think of some of the younger guys. Yeah. I mean, Nick DeVries is having not a great year, but Oof. man, he showed a ton of promise in his first race last year when he filled in. That was exciting. Oscar uh, Piastri? Yeah. Yeah, he seems to be doing well with, with, uh, with Lando. Uh, what are you, what are your thoughts? You, you I, don't, know. I, don't know. I personally I, think Lando needs to leave McLaren. Yeah, he needs to leave McLaren. I Big Yuki yeah. guy. I think Yuki's got the most promise out of all his younger really? kids. Oh, yeah. Man, he's just so fiery. And That's why his I love consistency. him. If you, he's definitely improved from last yeah, season. Yeah, he has, he's not, for sure. Has for sure. Um, yeah. I mean, if yeah, if you ever hang around the office, you'll, I got like the same personality and potty mouth as he does when it comes. <laughs> so that's why I love him so much. Yeah. Except I, like, he's fun to watch yeah. on Drive to Survive. Uh, <laughs> and he, he, I, he is really fast and he, he's had some great results. But I think once he, once he locks down his consistency mm -hmm. yeah he's been getting hammered by the fia this year though but yeah. that's beside that that's nothing what, he can for control. infractions and infractions yeah. it's not even it's just like the silly infractions or track limits or yeah. he was out of position in the grid box and he's just right. like bro stop messing with my game okay mm -hmm. like i make mistakes cool but put the microscope on the <laughs> red bull yeah. guys but it's the same for all of them i mean yeah, they're all is. getting hit with things you, left you know and who's right. cooling off too is my dude perez like I don't want to talk yeah, about it. Man. I mean, he, he started so strong. He did. He did. And like, random Ooh. question. Mm -hmm. What? What? I thought you laughed at me. No, no, no. Oh, okay. No. Um, <laughs> you guys. How long have you been doing this together? It's been a while. Two and a half years of working okay. together. And yeah. yeah. You, have a, you have a an unspoken sort of report. Oh, I hate you, working with this guy. Oh, no, <laughs> wonderful. 
Yeah, we always go at it. Uh -huh. He's like my little brother. Oh, that's never said it again. That's, that's sweet. <laughs> What's the age difference? Uh, like a year, he, two years. No, he fought. No, he fought in the Vietnam War. Wow, you look great. And, I know, right? Yeah, yeah man. Age, I've got good jeans. So he's got good jeans. It is Friday. We can't wear jeans today. Um, um, but uh, I think it's like what thirty-eight years. Shut up. <laughs> right. It's about like eight years. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Um, just yeah. Random question. Um. You being an actor, what's your favorite movie? Huh. Ooh, good question. And do you have a racing yeah, yeah. favorite movie? A favorite racing movie? And my favorite movie, I mean, it's been my favorite movie for years. It'd probably be The Searchers, John Ford. But hmm. the Western is my favorite genre. Hmm. Although I, there's a lot of issues with the Westerns, obviously, especially the ones that I tend to like, which are like 30s, 40s, have you 50s played a Western Westerns. Yet? I haven't. It'd be a dream come true. But um, my favorite racing movie... I mean, it would probably be like Le Mans or mm, classic. classic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably that. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. There's right. a great documentary about that. It's really? been out for several years. Yeah, yeah. Well, I like, can't remember what it's called, but okay. Yeah, more of like making making, a, making the movie. Yeah. Making the making of Le Mans. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I am. A, I think that's like where the first like GoPro, like one of the first. The, no, the first <laughs> onboards. <laughs> the, yeah. They they literally strapped dudes to old F1 cars. I'm not kidding. Like they're like racks yeah. strapped dudes to the back I've of one cars. I've seen a photo cars. of like a dude like I with saw a, a picture of Steve McQueen. I feel like with his helmet. Yeah, and it, was, it, was it was a Steve, yeah a, a camera taped to his helmet. Yeah, yeah. That, that's how they did it. Like they just the gaff taped camera to the side of the head. That's how they got their onboard. But back in the day, I kid you not, the first ever. Like from one footage is they would ratchet strap a dude to the back of an F1 car and just hope nobody died. Yeah. Well, they were also wearing like leather helmets and goggles and no seat belts and all that back uh, then too. Absolute maniacs. I'll yep. try. Well, I mean, I think we're gonna wrap it up. Yeah. I think, wow. That flew I, by. I think uh, I think Cars is the greatest racing movie of all time. Cars is. Yeah. Hey, look. As, formed, a, as a father, it's a great movie. It formed yeah. my whole generation yeah. of cars. Like a lot of people say, that's I, true. I saw a movie about an animated car, and now I'm broke. Yeah. And like this is a come from like supercar owners that I know and stuff like that, and huh. just how it is. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Daniel? What's your favorite car movie? Yeah. Ooh. Fast and the Furious. No, Fast actually, Five. Fast Five is the best one, by the way. It, just I haven't saying. seen it. It would while. actually have to be uh, Bullet. Oh, um, of course, yeah. Uh, well, that's had a, legendary, man. Yeah, out of physics. You really are old. You no, must love that with the the Mustang. Oh here. yeah, no kidding. But but he, my senior year of high school, I had a, a British physics teacher, and he made us watch it and take physics from the movie hmm. as far as speed and the hills and everything. I've, I don't remember that's much. That's awful. Cool. I could but, probably still do that, Matt, because I did this similar thing in my physics class. Yeah, but. That's, I know exactly the math that's going through my head right now. That sucks. I'm sorry. I mean, yeah, but I mean, it helped you look at the movie. Exactly yeah, yeah. a different way. And he was um, just into motorsports. And I wasn't really that's into cool. motorsports that much uh -huh. back then in high school. I was more of a sports guy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, just looking back, it was like, wow, I could that's view this sort of, movie differently. You yeah. Know? But that's I appreciate awesome. that. That, that. That's sort of where you started your love of motorsports and in cars? Uh, I actually don't know. What Actually, just growing story? up here in Los Angeles, um, yeah. I, I think I said this story. Um, my grandfather used to get me die-cast cars uh, uh, yeah, um, yeah. for every Christmas. Like and one Hot of, Wheels are bigger? Like bigger, like oh, yeah, yeah, okay. uh, midsize. And the first one was a Viper. Yeah, man. Um, and this was, I might have been uh, five or six, so this must have been going to age me right now. So this is like maybe 95, 96. Damn, I wasn't even a thought. That's crazy. <laughs> Wait, you were you said five or six and 95, 96. Yeah. I'm so much older than you guys. I'm <laughs> 10 years older than you and I probably could be your dad. Yeah. I probably. <laughs> I, I, I was born in 98, so. Oh, wow. I graduated from high school. <laughs> uh, me and you? Yeah. But uh didn't know you were old. Yeah. You're old. We're old. You're outnumbered, man. Watch out. Jesus Christ. I, I, they say respect your elders, but I don't have any for this. Oh, my <laughs> I God. I do for that one, though. But yeah, Lock that's, the doors. <laughs> that's where my love started. Um, yeah, that's cool. Then once I got into high school, one, I mean, college, uh, one of my first jobs was a ballet driver. Oh, wow. So I... I went to a lot of cars. I, yeah, I went to school in Boston. So <laughs> yeah. um, had some nice, fancy restaurants. Oh, yeah, that, sure. Um, I had access to these cars and yeah. actually get behind the wheel so that kind of took it to another level uh -huh. then uh yeah now it's that's history. amazing yeah. because you really got a little taste of a ton of stuff mm -hmm. but you, i would say it started with the viper okay yeah, yeah. i loved that too when i was a kid i thought it was just so exotic oh, yeah incredible mm -hmm. and also sounded amazing it was so powerful mm -hmm. it looked like nothing else on the road no just the, the hood everything yeah. how it opened i thought it was so amazing it opened up the opposite yeah way. like italian like <laughs> exactly. a clamshell yeah, yeah yeah but yeah that's where did it start for you? What was your? 
What card did you see? Ah, uh, this is a good story. I like the story. Um, when I was in elementary school, this is about 2004, 2003-ish. <laughs> I know. Sorry, guys. Um, I was a young lad. I was about six at that point. And we used to have scholastic book fairs. I don't know if they still do them mm -hmm. now. Uh, they might have done they, them for years. They yeah. still do book fairs. They still do book yeah. fairs. I don't know if they, I don't know how far they go back or how. If they we still did do. them. Yeah, I remember doing. I remember them. seeing this book. It was like a poster book of like factoids in it. Mm -hmm. It was called Fantasy Cars, and uh, the cover, the car on that cover was a Veyron, because the Veyron had just come out. Mm -hmm. The first car that you could buy, they got the two hundred out of the box. It's over a million dollars. Oh, yeah. pocket change nowadays, right? Um, when it comes to the hypercar world. Yeah. And I remember sure. reading that. I was like, wow, two hundred. In the grand scope of things, a million dollars for a hypercar nowadays is cheap for if you're a yeah. Sure it is, which is crazy. It is crazy. But I remember going through that book and there had so many cars in there. The Carrera GT, the DBS, oh, awesome. the uh, the Plymouth Prowler of all things, <laughs> the, the brand new Ford GT. I can, I can rattle them off. The yeah. XLRV. You looked at that book a lot. Yeah, I tore it to shreds. Yeah, yeah. I tore it to shreds, and ever since then, uh, there's just been no looking back. And yeah. I remember when I graduated high school, I opened up a gift for my mom, and she had a brand new copy of it for me. Oh, that's sweet. A brand new copy of it for me in this little box, and I was like, hmm. I remember I started crying. I was little yeah. when I came when I opened that thing. <laughs> that's I okay, was, man. I was I was in the middle. There's of a the lot of emotion wrapped yeah, up was. in these things. It, it was it was my entire yeah. life summarized in one little book. And that yeah. was that was a, that was a really nice thing for her to do. Yeah. yeah, that was and then believe it or not, here I am seven years later from that moment. Now seven it's my years career. later. <laughs> Good for you. That's yeah. awesome. Seven years from graduating high school. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> but, yeah. Did you go to school here and Yeah, no, I'm okay. from I'm from uh, Long Beach area. Oh, okay, cool. I'm not gonna say where I'm really from because Daniel's gonna clown me. Daniel, you're from you said you were from uh, I'm, I'm born and raised in Los Angeles County. Okay, gotcha. man. I don't want to uh, talk about the orange uh -oh. curtain right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So Matt, uh, for our audience, how can they learn more about you and uh, how can they see you on their TV screen? Well, well, I only have one social media account. They can follow me on Instagram at, at RealMattLong. Uh, or and if they want to see me doing something, then Netflix is uh, or, or Manifest is streaming on Netflix and you can watch all four seasons there. Perfect. Fantastic. Awesome. Well, thank you everybody for tuning in to another episode of the Car Stories Podcast. I've been Patrick. This has been Daniel. This has been Matt. Thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate your time here on this lovely Friday afternoon. Thank you for having me. It's been fun. Of course. Yeah. Let's go uh, leave this basement. Go enjoy some summer weather. Let's do it. It's Friday. Uh, thank you all for listening again. <laughs> and be sure to follow us on Instagram at Peterson Museum. You can find everything else there. Thanks again for listening.